This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. And the Jets are in business inside the Buffalo 20. Third and nine. Mahomes gets out. Mahomes on the run at the 10, at the 5, to the goal line, in for the touchdown. And from the 1, Mahomes on the run, will he run for it? He'll go to the pylon and tie the game at 17. On a 2-1, Alvarez hits a high drive center field. Veerling's back. This game is turned upside down. Good Monday morning. Welcome to BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth with you today. We have Brad Spielberger of Pro Football Focus joining us at 1020. We'll get his reaction to week nine, break down Monday night football, look ahead to some of his favorite early week 10 sides, totals, props, whatever he has his eye on for this week. But first, my man Joe O is back got to get your reaction to the world series i know you probably don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this or maybe you do i don't know where you're at with this our guy mattress mac wins a 75 million Ugh. Yeah, ew he didn't though i that has bugged me a lot that um well i i guess you didn't have to deal with it too long because the world the sports world moved on on sunday morning because nfl is here for a new week and that's what we do it's like nfl's here everything else gets pushed aside college football doesn't really matter uh at the moment either but um everybody's saying he won greatest win ever no it was a hedge the whole thing is a hedge have we not with all this reporting people still don't seem to understand like it was not a win but whatever um yeah, it was a mixed bag over the weekend. Uh, the Phillies thing sucked. Being sick sucked. I guess I'm kind of happy we didn't have to deal with a game seven last night because we had to stay up extra Ugh. late, extra late for that football game. I'm like, come Overtime. on, man. Just, just give me that Bravel yeah. cover and let's and let's move on. In on the Titans yesterday. So it was a mixed bag. The Phillies thing was terrible. Mattress Mac coverage, terrible. Um, being sick, not great. I had a great day in the NFL. I did an awesome how, day. How, how'd you do? I did okay. Wasn't uh my best week. It was okay. I mean, not great, not bad. But um, how'd you guys do in the contest? By the way, uh, we went four and one in the contest. Great, so that was great. Good. In our show contest, <laughs> five and zero, oh. five and zero. Oh. oh phenomenal <laughs> see you'd you gotta just you know mail in your picks and you go five and exactly. oh that's how it works Post leaderboard. Was, that's what i'm saying i was i know right because <laughs> i better be at the top honey i was hoping you were gonna do a jake and do like a video from bed with like a washcloth oh, over God. your head like a ferris bueller stay off you don't want to see me <laughs> no that would have been really bad uh well we're glad you're back Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of, it wasn't quite the Jay Kassan approach because I had back in my head a number of picks that I liked that I gave out earlier in the week that I was still on. But it was kind of like, you know, didn't, didn't overthink it, right? 
Um, Justin Fields, we were both yeah. on over on his prop. Man, I wish I unloaded on that. I mean, not a sweat at all. It was like 49 and a half, right? It was ridiculous. 178 yards. Incredible. I know. I've... Uh... There's been a number of times this year where I've uh, I've done the 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 points betting on that, and I did it yesterday, and I really wish I did. Most oh, rushing man. yards ever by a quarterback. He broke Michael Vick's record. The reaction has been off the charts. Aaron, the Bears are a fun team. I'm jaded by yeah. this this organization. I hate the very top of the organization. They've caused me a lot of pain over the years and to the point where I would root against them on Sundays. But I think I, I you'd have to tell me because you're looking at it with clearer eyes than I am. But I look at this team and I'm like, this is one of the funnest teams in the NFL. We talked about after the trades on defense, how they're going to be a dead over team. That over almost hit in the first half. You have Justin Fields. Like I, I put out a legitimate question on Twitter, at Joe Ostrowski, and I don't think I was being hyperbolic with this one. When you take everything into account, and what I'm talking about is ceiling, being on a rookie contract. You have him for at mm -hmm. least the next few years, and you're not paying him anything. And what he can do for you, what he could turn into. The list of quarterbacks that I would swap for Justin Fields, I don't think it's that long. I, I, I totally. Somewhere between 6 and 10, just with what I think he can do. And what we're seeing, what we've seen for a month now, and then – he has, as we all know, nothing around him. So imagine exactly. once he actually gets a professional receiver or a professional offensive line with him. I kept thinking, imagine Justin Fields as the quarterback in on the 49ers. How this dude would thrive in that <laughs> system there. My goodness, you know, it would be incredible. And he's kind of, you know, he was thrown into the situation. Thankfully, they're letting him run the ball. And I, my assessment and biggest takeaway is just they look like a team who's having fun and they're playing like they have nothing to lose now. Like you said, they trade away a couple guys on defense. Now it's like, well, what do we have to lose? Just go out there and have fun. The pressure's off. Justin Fields is running around. He's He looks like he's having fun too. So, yeah, they are they are a fun team to watch. It's It's been exciting. It's like the Bears won a playoff game because for those, for those that were holding off, that weren't quite sure, that wanted to see more, yesterday was a slap in the face. You guys have a mm. franchise quarterback for the first time in your life, no matter how old you yeah. are. First time in your life, you have a franchise quarterback, and the future is very bright. And now the question is, maybe I'm going too far with it, but now the question is, can this new front office, can this regime – uh, build around him because I think you've got the quarterback, and if you have the quarterback, everything else is uh, is much easier. So that was good. And then, you know, on the Dolphins' side, they get their win. You didn't see the impact from Bradley Chubb right away, but uh, they get a nice win. Bears end up covering. Thing flies over by a few touchdowns. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, and not just because I'm here in Chicago, but big picture-wise, everything was about fields. And I, how long have we been telling people, just play fields rushing? I mean, it's still in the 40s. Oh, yeah. And it touched, touched 50 yesterday. He had 178. He's like, he's clearing it by a million. I, I'm really looking forward to what uh, number they post next week against the uh, lowly Lions. 
Yeah, and as we approach the halfway point of the season, I think we're also going to start to see who are the contenders, who are the pretenders. There was some weird stuff going on yesterday. Of the eight games in that early Sunday window, six came down to the fourth quarter. The Lions hold on um, to a one-score lead to hand Aaron Rodgers and the Packers their fifth straight loss. Woo! Got to check on Horvey there. The Vikings, they came back from 10 down to beat the Commanders. So then we were treated to a Kirk Cousins shirtless with diamond chains on, dancing on the (laughs) plane. But honestly, that Vikings team, Joe O, still makes me nervous. Like, are they for real? I mean, they keep – they're in these really, really close games. And, yeah, they're winning, so I guess that's all that matters. But I don't know if I'm still a believer in them. And then it took a last-minute field goal, but the Chargers – Secured a win over the Falcons. And then we have the Jets. Wow. The Jets. Yeah. Uh, I think that's where we have to start in that, in that group of games. The Jets win outright. We almost had both double-digit dogs win outright yesterday. Now, I always – Oh, that must be so exciting. <laughs> I, I, I said it yesterday on BetMGM game day that I felt one of them was definitely going to win. But I didn't mm-hmm. think – you know, with that Titan finish last night, that we were going to be in a spot where almost both double-digit underdogs would have won. Paul Aspen, EP of the show, was all over that one. I was just like, you've got to convince me on the Jets. And, and he sold me. He sold me. And, they, and they, were, uh, they were one of our picks in the contest to go 4-1 and one on the week. But I'll, I'll say what I heard, what I heard most – about those doubting the Jets and jumping on the Bills uh, leading up to this game was that, okay, yes, they're good, but all of these numbers are flawed. The Jets' defensive numbers, they're telling us they're top five, top six defense, but look at the schedule. When they faced Miami, Tua wasn't healthy. It was Skylar Thompson. It was excuse after excuse after excuse. You've got to throw all of those out the window with the Jets. And and Paul, if you want to state your case once again, for those that missed it about why you felt so, uh, so strongly about this one. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple different factors. It was like, I'm not necessarily completely buying the Jets, but it was just a, I think they're built to beat the bills or at least have, you know, maybe not this season, but they've got the passing defense, which if you want to look at a potential Super Bowl matchup down the road, like a team like the Eagles, built similarly like great corners great secondary okay go ahead run the ball we're gonna strap down your receivers and your weapons and force you to try and beat us on the ground and they can't the bills can't run the ball josh allen could we saw it a bunch he almost single-handedly won that game the way we saw mahomes win the game against the titans uh at the end but their run game you know even getting naheem hines um Bill's run game is not something you have to be scared of or really prepare for. Um, So the Jets with a strong secondary. And then again, it was – I'm not discounting that maybe some of the Jets' numbers are inflated, but the matchup was really good. And the Bills' interior O-line, kind of, eh. And Jets really strong there as well. And then the other side of the ball is – this was honestly what's the final, you know, thing that sold me was Sunday night, uh, Bills-Packers. They could not stop Aaron Jones. They could not stop the Packers running game. And like that game, it was never in danger for the Bills, but they could not stop the Packers running game. And the Jets did the same thing. I mean, we saw the Jets run over them as well. And look, a little 
hats off to Zach Wilson. He made a couple. I was gonna say he throws when he had to. He did. I mean, he had the one turnover, and I was like, oh, here we go. But no, they yeah. bounced right back. He made some some very good key throws. You know, maybe they come back and blow them out in a couple weeks. But I just liked the matchup, um, and I think it's something to watch moving forward. Wow. Yeah, that was probably his best game of the season, Zach Wilson. But can we trust him? Because he's had some bad games, too. But who knows? Maybe he's turning a corner. 72% complete. Got to give him some credit at some point. Mm -hmm. And when you go down and take what people regard as the best team in the National Football League, give him credit. Now, we have to bring up that they didn't have three of their best players on defense. There was no Matt Milano, no Jordan Poyer. He's still hideout for the year. Trey White, uh, he didn't he didn't play yet yesterday, right? I don't believe I saw him. Um, he's coming back soon oh, though. Double check. Right. They they activated him. But Paul, would you would you break down on the Bills? If for one side, it makes me think they're vulnerable. So now they've lost a couple games. They lost at Miami. They lost at the New York Jets. Okay. Um, what do we see? Road divisional matchups. And then close wins. They beat mm-hmm. Kansas City by four points. They beat Baltimore by a field goal. Are they vulnerable? And now I'm looking at, at the next month. What are most betters going to say? Oh, as long as Josh Allen's healthy. And that, that's big, too, because that's in question. We, we got to get uh, yeah. some word on that. But running the ball on them. Keeping Allen on the sideline, assuming he's out there. Minnesota, Cleveland, Detroit, New England. Are those not four of the better rushing offenses in the league? Minnesota, Cleveland, Detroit, New England, when everybody's mm-hmm. healthy back there? I mean, this might yeah. be yeah. – we might be fading this team for a little bit here if we get the right numbers. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it more later in the show. The the Vikings one is interesting, interesting because we just kind of talked about both sides of that. Like, they keep winning close games, and the look ahead was, like, closer to 10, 9.5, 10. That'll be an interesting one to talk about uh, next week. That's 7.5. The Jets rank six in yards allowed. Um I mean, they their their defense is legit. Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed did a really good job um, containing Stephon Diggs as well. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Uh, you you mentioned the Chargers game there, right? That also came down to the very end. Yes. By the way. Yep. By the way, um, yesterday not not that we need to be reminded of it, but for anybody that waits wait waits until the last minute or you don't care about getting the three or the three and a half. We had a couple of clear-cut examples yesterday. With the Chargers not three and a half earlier in the week, three-point favorites, they closed, right? Or That's mm-hmm. where they were in most contests. But earlier in the week, they were three and a half point favorites. And then very late at close, it was two and a half. And then um, the Washington game too, Minnesota game. Same situation. Oh. Minnesota, yep. it was three and a half point favorites earlier in the week. And then it was three the majority of the week. And then it went back to three and a half, just getting off that key number. So, I mean, both of those uh, numbers were almost dead on pushes. They were at some point in the week. Uh, Chargers win by three. And then the Vikings end up winning by three. Um, as from that Falcons game, I don't know that there's too much that we can take away. We knew Atlanta was going to run the ball in the Chargers. Okay. That's, <laughs> we knew that was going to happen. Um, I was not all that impressed. Chargers scored 20 on a pathetic Falcons defense. I don't, mm. I'm not, I'm not buying in. My, oh, 
Kicker the kicker came through. Now they're good to go on the road. Coming off the button. No. I, I'm not looking at that at all. But we have to also have to understand, Aaron, that the Chargers were missing so many of their pieces. But I, I didn't do that mm -hmm. one as an impressive win. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Watch us live 24-7 on the BetQL Network. Takeaways from Week 9 next. We'll be right